0: Good morning, folks. This is Ringside, an American Dairy Goat podcast. I'm Nate. That's John. Hey there. over there? I'm doing pretty good. How's it going, Nate? Good, good. Thought we'd mix it up a little bit this morning.
1: It's probably best. I'm a little bit tired. (laughs) What? (laughs) It says probably best. I'm a little bit tired this morning.
0: (laughs) Uh, You know, I, I. I had those two weeks off, and it uh, it took a bit. The first few days of getting up again at 5.30. Um, and, yeah. Uh, I know for many folks, that's nothing. They're up, you know, have chores done, eating breakfast, and are at work already for that. But um, it took a bit getting back into it.
1: Yeah, um, I, I hear you. I'm going to setting my alarm clock for early, early uh, now that I have just a week left of paternity leave, and then I'll be back to the real world.
0: Oh, you'd better do that like yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, I, uh, it's taking me about a week to get back into it. Yeah, um, I've so- been waking
1: up lately at like 8 o'clock in the morning to do chores because all we're doing is feeding and letting them out and make sure they have fresh water and everything so yeah yeah i got to get on that <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> well how are how are things down on your farm this week
1: uh things are good first of all happy new year everybody and hope everybody had a merry christmas as well we've been having interviews and really haven't addressed that so uh happy yeah new year. yeah
0: happy new year it's uh turned out to be a real banger so far yeah, for sure. We won't.
1: <laughs> we won't get into that. We're talking goats here, folks. Uh, <laughs> but everything's everything's pretty good on the farm. Uh, we're just maintaining. Uh, today, I think I'll be doing some hooves on the bucks just to get them all squared away, and then maybe some some copper boluses too. Uh,
0: well, I get those does too if if they're not too laden. Yeah.
1: Um, right now they're their coats still look pretty good. So I think we're all right with them. Um, the, the, the bucks, you know, it's, they're at the end of their rut. So they're not worn out, but you know, they're not looking terrible or anything, but they could, they could use a little loving. <laughs> oh yeah.
0: Yeah. Our our boys are starting to look, you know, like two uh, good old boys right now. They're just, they're starting to fatten up a bit and, mm-hmm. and they're, funny i walk in the the barn and they're there looking at me like food now ah! put it in there
1: ah! yeah exactly <laughs> uh we did we did make a decision a farm based decision uh before the new year for our farm we've decided that we are going to disperse our nigerian dwarfs uh we're going to cut that program out of our farm um and that was kind of a a decision with my wife and i as it was kind of a well why do we have these on our farm are we enjoying them as much as we thought we are i thought you were enjoying them Uh, i'm enjoying them but not as much you know blah blah blah. so we've decided that we're going to keep the first one she ever got uh because that's her heart goat that's sophie uh she's not going to go anywhere so we'll AI her and sell the kids and probably just dry her off. Or if she gets really really pretty, maybe we'll show her. her house. Um, and then we've decided we're going to bring in some some golden Guernseys or sorry sorry folks Guernseys. Uh, yeah yeah, <laughs> golden the Guernseys
0: are trademarked. That- yep
1: yep. <laughs> so we're going to be bringing uh, some some Guernsey does into doe kids this fall and or this spring and we'll give that a go.
0: Yeah. Yeah, uh I think
1: they'll really complement our Obrehaosly with the temperament that they seem to have from what I've read and been told by other breeders. Uh so I think that'll be a fun project. They're supposed to be uh pretty good around
0: children I from what I've heard. You know, even though, you know, the bucks can have these really long huge horns and you know, really <laughs>
1: they're really beautiful. Uh, they are beautiful horns for sure. Uh, we'll definitely be uh, disputing them. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, I,
0: I have a not really a neighbor friend, she's about two miles down the road who mm-hmm. recently suffered an eye injury because of the horns on a doe. Oof. Uh, little in it with a little doe kid, and it was one of these cases of she picked her up to love her because it was a Nigerian cross and uh. Mm-hmm. I'd kind of warned her about you. know, The horns really are going to be an issue for you. No, no, mm-hmm. no, no. Well, she picked her up and whack. Luckily, it was no permanent damage. But uh, yeah, she wore she was a pirate for a week or two. Um, oh, jeez. <laughs> so uh, people wonder why we disbud. There you go.
1: <laughs> uh, right. Yeah. There's there's plenty of reasons to disbud for sure. Uh, so, what's going on with you?
0: Well, um, no major decisions like that on our farm for the <laughs> new year. That's good. Um, <laughs> you know, we, we're, and always, trying to find a way to make, uh, make the goats pay for themselves. So, Ooh. we're looking at some possible grant opportunities to put in uh, uh, high-tunnel, Possibly for a a greenhouse, so it's not necessarily the goats, but it's the property, which includes Mm -hmm. the goats. Uh, We're still looking into, you know, small artisan-based style cheeses. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, how, you know, it's 2021 now, we're dealing with a pandemic. How do you make the uh, property you're living on affordable? Right. The, uh, otherwise, we're looking at the fact that in
1: two weeks, two weeks
0: from today, we'll be expecting kids. So in two weeks, I'll be, oh my God, I'll be exhausted. I'm
1: so jealous. Oh, oh, I'm so jealous. I'm jealous. I mean, I
0: look at the, these adger pages on Facebook and people are already posting kids being born. Our good Seriously. friend Jessica out there. Hi, Jessica. Um, <laughs> is, uh, She's probably not gonna hear it till around noon. She's been dealing with freshenings all weekend yeah and uh,
1: so yeah, she she and this is a big group for her. Oh it is. is this freshening It's like a bunch of them all at once. Yeah, too bad she didn't have a friend to say, hey, that's a lot of does you're breeding there. Oh wait she did she did two of them <laughs> <laughs> three of them if you count ten yeah. Yeah. ooh, that's a big group. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. I'm I'm we're saluting you from here, Jessica. Well, we're
0: going to later <laughs> we're going to end our season it looks like you know, we'll have one or two doodge fashioning then, but the na- next to last batch of doughs to fashion and it will be a batch, it'll be like four or five.
1: Uh so <laughs> um, I'm done. I have a batch of 3 and then a batch of 1. Wow, that's a big so, batch. Yeah, I'm really but, you know, I've been thinking about it. Obviously, we don't have our morning schedule for getting ready for work with a baby and all that stuff, you know, set yet. Uh, you want to practice that? We're week. both still on. You know, yeah, we, we are. Uh, but so it's like, I'm kind of glad that we only bred four. Just so this year is like a trial year. See how we can do it. And then. That way, we don't get too big for our britches and bite off more than we can chew, you know? Yeah.
0: But with the kidding and kidding and batch, you got to try it like what? I think Tacoa has done like in the teens. I think uh, Christine, uh, not black, out there and, you know, has done, uh, I think I heard she was up in the teens for a number of dogs freshening as well.
1: Um, well, I think this batch for Jessica is a batch of 20. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, yeah. well... That's why I said I salute you.
0: Everyone out there in Edgar <laughs> World uh, or Goat World, just uh, say a gentle prayer for the sanity of Jessica. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh,
1: at, at the yeah. same time,
0: she is posting a lot of really cute little
1: kids. Uh, oh, my goodness. She me, uh, shared a picture of a doe kid that was born yesterday with me. And I, I almost melted. It was the cutest little thing. So... But...
0: She gets that, that dairy goat cuteness now. Helps m- melt away the winter blues. I think that's why yeah. many of us who do earlier freshenings do it. I know uh, you know, another O'Hasley breeder out there in Idaho, you know, Brandy, that's one of the reasons she does it. Helps melt away those winter blues when you've got it warm baby goat kisses. Um, sure. So, but no, <laughs> we're starting, we're looking at, that wasn't our goal with an early breeding on, on um, this doe. Uh, Pepper is actually Maria's doe, and she's kind of an older doe, and we just wanted to get one more freshening out of her, and a, and she came in heat mm-hmm. in September, I think it was so we we bred her it's kind of it's probably one of her last, and uh Maria's excited. Uh, we've told her that oh, we'll <clears throat> we'll let pepper be the barn bum oh, yeah. And after this, yeah we'll we'll okay. freshen her out and then probably dry her off mm-hmm. and uh, but that's good but she's she's given us two beautiful doughs that are just. Um, I mean, she's had others, but there have been freshening issues in the past, mm-hmm. and the, this poor doe just has earned a retirement. Yeah. Um They are wonderful. Um, she just, uh, she's, she's got two daughters that are just, you kind of look at them, and you're like, wow, that came from that little doe, that ugly little doe right there. <laughs>
1: Hey, some of the ugly ones produce the prettiest ones. Yep, yep. Um,
0: so, it's uh that's what's going on around here. Uh, my daughter's birthday today. Happy birthday, Maria.
1: Oh, happy birthday, Maria. Yep. Yeah,
0: I, I've been thinking about it, and it's been a uh, uh, number of years, over a decade since I was in your shoes, John, and Jen and I actually were were discussing, you know, well, we had discussed it before, but it was like more me than her about remembering (laughs) the events of of the day, the night, and the day she was born. You know, the when we the night when we were heading to the hospital, and the
1: day in which she was born. So, yeah, I mean, time flies. I've I can't believe that we're almost at three months and I'm about to go back to work already. It's nuts, but it's it's precious moments. You they know?
0: are, and you'll have thousands more. <laughs> um, yep. So let's uh, kick into some Adga news. Doo-doo,
1: doo-doo, doo-doo, doo-doo. Uh,
0: <laughs> 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 we're aging ourselves. We, we know what the- <laughs> right. Um, uh, right. So the new system is going online. Uh, it's going to be well. It's it's yeah.
1: It's it's end of January. Uh, looks like the twenty first to the twenty ninth is when they'll be working on it, and then hopefully the thirties it'll be live. Yeah, yeah.
0: So they're like ah, oh, some new features. You'll be able to update contact information. You'll be able to browse, search all AdGear registered animals, which you can kind of do that now if you know how to do it. Um, you could. This is an interesting one. You could search for people who aren't in the Adga member directory, and that kind of like what I got thinking about this. But I think what that is is, um, like, say I pay my membership dues now, or paid them already in December. I'm Mm going to be in the Adga directory. We, We we did, right? But say, uh john smith over here just i think that's the generic name and he didn't do it until maybe february 2nd he's still an adca mm-hmm. member right but he won't be in the directory
1: well the mail right
0: the mailed in the one that one you know when you go to flip through he won't be there be like, oh i thought he was an adca member well now you can go ah i'll go to the adca website the new the new one and mm-hmm. I'll search for him, and there he yeah. is. So that's one of the things uh, you'll be able to – this another one that, you know, upload your signature authorization rather than send it, having to send in the mail-in form. Um, mm. Your subscription report sort of stuff, um, your, the awards, the performance, the show data.
1: Uh, yeah, it's supposed to be a one-stop shop, everything but Ad, ADGA uh, –
0: right well in in completing uh, registrations online including Guernsey's uh mm-hmm. reader error reports will be online and DNA requests mm-hmm. which will be big coming 2023 um yep that'll still be a downloadable printable instructions but I it looks like uh you can request it online and get it online uh, if you have the label right,
1: um, yes, and the so the current website is going to be offline from the 21st to the 29th. Uh, so any paperwork that you're sending sending into ADGA, your registrations, whatever, uh, any rush orders needed to be in last week. Uh, now. Here's where some people are a little miffed. They told us this week that they needed
0: to be in last week. Right. (laughs) So you got to go go find, you know, the doctor with the DeLorean, and you got to set it to 85 miles per hour into the last week and go 85 miles per hour, boom, jump into time, go back to the past, submit it, and boom, Mm -hmm. come back to the future, to the present, and hope you didn't screw anything up.
1: Right. And the argument from some is, oh, well, they, you knew this new system was coming, so why are, why are all these people up in arms? Well, first of all, like any good marriage, relationship, what have you, the most important thing is communication. Yep. And communication was brought a day late from when, from when they were going to stop rush orders, or not stop them, but stop working on rush orders, right? Right. So communication just went out the window, and now people that are in the middle of kidding season have to send in registrations and just hope that they don't get lost in a pile of paperwork. Right. right. So it's just, it, how hard would it have been a month ago, thirty days ago, to send out a memo to members or to, email, you know. and say, "Hey, we're 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 going to be." Stopping and working on the new system from the twenty first to the 29th. Right.
0: I mean between social media and email um and yeah. even you know for those members who don't do either good old fashioned paper mm-hmm. and envelope just said, Hey, just so you know um yeah,
1: yeah it's now it's, with this whole thing by the way
0: I... um another um there. <laughs> <laughs> at, you need your email address for all this. Your e- email address is going to be key. Uh, you, it's uh, it's part of the next generation interface. And when you go mm-hmm. to go on, there, if you're onto the next generation, once it's up and running, if you already have a PIN and are already using the internet, the online resources, and you have an account online you'll just have to change your email, not email, your password. If you don't right. have an online account, you'll have to um, get the mailing forms and send in to get a PIN. And mm-hmm. they'll give you a PIN and then you can use the online resources. Um, just, you know, just so we move forward with that. Um, yeah. It's
1: and I hope this is a smooth transition because, from what I, this is, be, this is pre-me. Uh, but from what I've been told, last time that the system was shut down like this for upgrades, it took a little while.
0: Well, <laughs> let's let's hope not. Hopefully, we learn from our yeah. lessons and we can move forward. Mm-hmm. If we didn't learn exactly. from our lessons, let's uh, well let's find out what we got to do and fix it.
1: I did see an interesting question, which I didn't realize this was going to be part of the new system, down the pike, so it's not happening with this new uh, resurgence and and update of of the website. Um, But there's going to be an ADGA app down the road at some point. We're talking probably years, right? But yeah, there's going to be an ADGA app. I didn't even realize that was even a thing. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm
0: I'm thinking about... uh... Duck Dodgers in the 24th and a half century. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, it doesn't take that long. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, that'll be good. And well, uh, I'm glad to see that they're including the registration of the Guernseys uh, mm-hmm. into ADGA with the new update. Again, hopefully, that doesn't take very long. So.
1: No, I don't think there's going to be registering or like as soon as it's live. I think we even asked Ken this as soon as it's live, Guernsey's won't be in there. It'll be Guernsey breeders have to send in registration. Right, box. because
0: there's a lot more to, I mean, a lot of us are uh, able to enjoy the benefits of decades and maybe even a century of registration on our animals, meaning pedigrees and backgrounds. With the Guernseys, as you found out in speaking with uh, the breeder, actually with Joan Stump, uh, with the Guernsey Mm -hmm. Association, she's treasurer, um, that they're going to be having to take these animals and input the pedigree that the Guernsey Association and the, de- the database that they have for these animals. And so when you do a registration on a Guernsey, it's going to be kind of like connecting the dots. And uh, I almost mm-hmm. imagine the old phone operators where, you know, this cord over to here and that over to there to make the connection so that it becomes more fluid. But but for sure that's looking to be going online for me it's exciting because you know it's it's just fun to watch when there's a new breed coming on and all the all the activity that goes around it uh, it's it's fun it's it's
1: <laughs> for sure yeah it's a
0: moment in time yeah, no, it's, it's, it's something where 20 years down the road I remember back when the Guernsey was, were brought in the this happened, right? Yep. So now, wow. LA Task Force, Locker, mm-hmm. Task Force, they have five days.
1: Yeah, January fifteenth is when they uh, go to the board uh, and you know give them their proposal and see if the board will approve or deny it via postal ballot. Well, um, they, so
0: they're yeah. giving a report, and they're giving their recommendations mm-hmm. for right. basically the reporters. Here's what the problems were, and then the recommendations: how we can fix the problem, or mitigate them, or you know, at least make it more agreeable to work in the under these circumstances. Right. So. Hopefully after that, we'll be able to find out what has to be done, and then the board can turn to our appraisers and find out
1: who's willing to appraise. Right. They're going to have to rehire them because they weren't rehired or whatever. I mean, I know a
0: few of our listeners who let us know one way or the other, but I, I believe they were actually told that they were let go. But it, yeah. But I believe that that was almost a, uh, like that's how it happens annually. But again, you can let us know. Yeah,
1: yeah. They get laid off. Yeah. And then they rehire a master, you know, when when it's about time to be uh, rehired for appraisal. So once they do the January fifteenth proposal, and then it, ballot goes out to the directors, and they they. I'll vote on it. And then hopefully they'll be able to come up with a plan for this year in the state of COVID. And uh, hopefully they'll make a game plan for linear appraisal. I think what's going to happen is
0: they're going to have to have a game plan for linear appraisal in general to address the issues that are facing linear appraisal. And then once they've got that figured out and they find out whether there are appraisers who are still willing to work, then they've got to look and go, well, can we do it? Right. Yeah, you know, because it, it's, it, that's, the, that's kind of like the you know the elephant in the room. It is, it's COVID over there. And yeah, we've got that problem. We may or may not have that problem solved, mm-hmm. but whether COVID will let it proceed, uh, and, in, and the fact that some exactly. states are going to have COVID regulations and restrictions, and we also all, all have to realize that we have an administration coming in here, someone who's talking about a possible uh, shutdown. hmm How's that going to yeah. affect whether linear can happen, whether anything can happen? How how long is that going right, to be? Exactly. Um, my famous ums. Uh, I you also drink a with every um. Uh, so you'll be jittery
1: <laughs> by the end of the show. Well, while you're drinking your coffee, <laughs> uh, I forgot to put on our notes here, Nate. Um, young this young sire development list uh, came out for the. Sorry, I get a And <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and <laughs> it's it's a pretty exciting thing. So, congratulations to everybody that made that list. Now, uh, it was mentioned on uh, our friend's podcast over uh, on GoatGuy uh, about what, yeah, they mentioned the Young Sire Development Program. And I think this is going to be a topic that we discussed a little bit on what it is. Um, not today, but in short, Young Sire Development Program is based on Young Bucks whose uh, pro- or whose whose ancestors have been LA'd, they've been on milk test, they, they they do all the programs, and with those numbers, it it how can I put it for easily? It basically with those numbers says this buck should be a good buck. And those numbers are transmittable to his project. It's
0: uh, tied to the ETA. The ETA right. for,
1: Which for is the transmitted bill.
0: type um, or, or type over production. Mm-hmm. And they have a, a threshold right. a score, of what they have to be above in order to get on the Young Sires list. Uh, right. And so, yeah.
1: And when you look at the pedigrees of, of those bucks or even does uh, on good Genetics, you'll see to the left of their, of their pedigree uh, some numbers that say ETA1, ETA2, PT, all that stuff. Uh, and the numbers are either in green or red. And basically, you want those numbers in green. And you blue. want it to be two to one. They're in blue. No, they're in green, I believe. Oh. I'm no, I'm I, going I, right I, now. I'm, I'm gonna beat Folks, you. Folks, this is live. Adga genetics. I'm gonna go right to Orion because he was on the list. They're in blue. And they're Darn it, they're in blue. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so so it's not two to one because Orion's ETA is seventy seven uh and his other ETA twelve is fifty two. So basically, they just have to be in... Maybe his numbers change. I do think
0: some animals change. I, I, more data is gathered on them on. And, and removed and, you know, it's updated. It it gets adjusted.
1: Yeah. I'm going to look for the email that I got. Boom. Right here. And... See if his numbers were on there. Sorry, folks, this is live. His numbers aren't on there. I would have to go to the actual post. Anyway, uh, so it's supposed to be uh, production over type. type Oh, no, his numbers did change. His numbers did change. He was 82 and 41. It's right here in the email. So his numbers did change. he he, he He wouldn't make it. Yeah, he wouldn't. He wouldn't be on the young side development list this year. if he. Yeah, if if he was a kid and his numbers here are seventy-seven fifty-two instead of.
0: And the key, the key on right that, now, by so, the way, is they do yeah. that list annual.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: if you have, say, a, a two box, and say, say they're mm-hmm. born in December, and you hurry up and you register one in December, maybe that's a bad thing. That you register one in the spring. Okay, the other one you hold on to, you're not mm-hmm. sure whether you're going to send them for meat or for a pet, um, Paco, or if you're going to sell them for breeding. You're not sure yet. You don't know. And then sometime in January, some, somebody says, hey, do you have a litter mate to that buck? And now he's almost a yearling. And you sell him as mm-hmm. a breeder and you register him. And lo and behold, the second buck gets on the list but the first right. buck didn't.
1: And that happened to a friend of mine this that year. That happened to
0: somebody this year. Where, yeah, where, a friend of mine. And yeah. the first buck didn't make the list because his numbers were calculated the year before
1: and didn't quite qualify. Mm-hmm. And, right, there wasn't a milk test or something that and the added The second year there was a milk test uh, or a linear.
0: And the littermate mate made it. So things like that do happen, and it I guess my my thought is, if that happens, and you're you know you're wanting the accolades for your the first buck to be something, just make mm-hmm. sure that his daughters go into the show ring and beat the daughters of the second buck.
1: Yeah. Right, and and with that with that scenario, my friend was a little miffed that the litter mate made it, but he didn't, and I ha- and it's a kind of an explanation, and I don't know if it really got across to her, but. So Young Sire Development List, I wouldn't say it's a huge market tool. I did market it and will, uh, because it does say, keep an eye on this buck, right? It says according to statistics, this should be well, a quality it also, animal. It's not saying he's gonna be the next elite sire, but it's saying that. Well, it also be says, yeah,
0: it's quality. It says that this buck or or you know, is this animal is descended from animals who are uh on test a milk test they're being linear mm-hmm. appraised uh so this this is a herd that's looking at those numbers and they may be managing according to those numbers maybe and not all do but some collect that data and just go wow that's good mm-hmm. data others use it for making management decisions and so this animal is descended right. from a herd that may be using, uh you know, third-party data gathered to make decisions within mm-hmm. their herd, and to me, that's kind. That's a a big thing. Um, that's that's saying that somebody right. else has looked at these animals and said, "Yeah, they're good." The, the breeder has got a direction they're going, yeah. and it's good.
1: So now, at that token. It's also uh, on Goat Gap, They they just Cameron Zwolowski spoke on how one of his friends had one that a buck that made the young sire development list, and he was not up to snuff, and and he was called. Uh, that happened, and that's that happens. It's just like a, an animal that. Was sired by an elite sire, and dam was a national champion. Sure, the pedigree says it's it should be a nice animal, but they could turn around, knocking hawks as they're walking and looking just terrible, and they go to meat market or wherever. So it's, it it happens. It's genetics it, it's, are crazy.
0: It's an indicator, uh, but, it's but yeah, indus, it's I, like I, an industry. It's not really right. saying this animal will guarantee to throw the next national champion. It's just saying that mm-hmm. the right. the numbers are all there. It has a good pedigree. There is a high potential for this animal to have a good transmittability. You know, that's the that ETA that estimated. Mm-hmm. And it right. there's a potential there. Now that's go, then going into the PTI, which is actually the potential transmittability. The ETI is estimated. Mm-hmm. And that's the ETA right. is what ETA, sorry the ETA, ETA is what is used to you know, get on the list for young players. The PTI mm-hmm.
1: that's more for your FG, right? So I just wanted to to mention that as as uh, I thought I, it was it was neat to hear. Somebody else uh, explain it, and they didn't. They didn't explain it uh, thoroughly. They they it was just. Well, I think news. they were just going over it. <clears throat> so I just wanted to kind of um, touch on it. Yeah, yeah, like we usually do with news. We're sitting on news pretty long this week, and oh, there just is. because yeah. there's a lot of.
0: We've it. got the. Uh, <laughs> and there's another task force out there, the online voting one. Um. Mm-hmm. Now I've heard that some people are wondering what's going on with it because it's not as much. Uh, Chatter hubbub around
1: Chatter.
0: it, but I know that it's it's an arduous task. It really is. If if you've ever sat and tried reading through the constitution and bylaws, or just you know your Edgar rule book, um, it it's, yeah. Sorry, folks, it's a sleeper.
1: <laughs> I I actually. You were kidding around with me yes, last night, and you said, Yeah, it, you know, go through the bylaws and see what you can find when we were talking about the voting. And I said, You know what? I will, because I need to go to bed. And it worked. I started reading through a lot of legalese. Uh, it's, it's, yes. Yeah. I'm sorry if people hear my guinea hen. Uh, I have a lone guinea hen now. One of my guinea hens got got, and this guinea hen's so yeah. loud now. But anyway, so if you hear that, I apologize. Um, So if
0: your guinea hen's not mine, mine is still sleeping. It's, uh, you know, there's, so the the task force for that is still out there, but they've got such a a task to go through all that and find every reference to voting. Because if we go to an online, Mm -hmm. just the proposal to do the online voting, they need to address what, the voting, well, the Constitution and bylaws say about voting, you know, pretty much every instance.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because this is a, a Constitution That'll- change to ADCA that would have to happen. And mm-hmm. they'd propose it to the board, to Board of Directors, to EC. I'm not sure which. I think it would go to Board of Directors. And then it would ultimately mm-hmm. go out to the
1: membership. Right. Yeah. So it'll be a paper ballot that the uh, hopefully the last paper ballot that uh, the members receive on on to vote whether to proceed or not. And we had Ken on the show last week, and he, we we touched on online voting, and he assured us that it was something that is being taken seriously and will not be a couple years down the road, and will be sooner yeah. R- yeah. than later. So hopefully we'll have to. Wait and see. But I have I have not heard much about it. And honestly, probably because there's a lot of stuff on the docket that's much bigger than online voting. Although it it's is very it, important.
0: It's also just something where, you know, I it's coming. It, it we will keep an eye on it for you. Yeah, <laughs> uh, let's you're moving on through minor things. We got. Uh, hey, N. it's an end year.
1: N for Nancy or Nubian. Yeah, how many? How many uh, are, are so Make you sure you make Nubian? those ends extra loud. <laughs> not a Nubian. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah.
0: Oh, not a Nigerian.
1: So, so make sure you get Nigerian those tattoos Nigerian. right.
0: Anyway, yeah. So uh, if you're thinking yeah. uh, tattoos, you know, the suggested tattoo letter for the year is N. Just mentioning that out there mm-hmm. since it's uh, the new year. And yes. uh, so the national show oh. for 2021, the committee's starting to uh, put information out there about dry camping sites for Louisville. And mm-hmm.
1: uh, I think I saw that it was $75 a day. Would we love- uh, it's seventy five dollars a day for electric. So electric hookup. Uh, didn't mention anything about water hookup. So I'm electric. assuming no water hookup. Um, and, right. And so seventy five dollars a day. It's in like lot M or whatever it is. And if you do not want electric hookup, uh, there's another lot where actually all the livestock trailers will be kept that you can. Camp. I'm curious for to know $50 if it's $50 a
0: day. a day to camp there. Are they charging you to keep the livestock trailer there?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay.
1: I don't think so. Yeah. Unless they'll charge you $50 a day if you decide to sleep in your livestock trailer. And if they catch you sleeping in your livestock trailer without paying that money and having a deposit down and all that stuff, uh, uh, you'll be escorted out. <laughs> <laughs> From... <laughs> so, okay. um, and there's no word yet about if they'll allow overnight camping at the pens. I know that's something we you have guys have to, done in the past. You know,
0: after spending the actual show with uh, three small children in, in the horse barn in mm-hmm. Columbus where they never turn the lights out, it uh, we are considering <laughs> uh, the hotel option. Now I know there are hotels around the Louisville uh, location. So if we go, you know, that'd be an option. I know a lot of breeders are already looking at that. Uh, Hopefully the local crew can say, you know, this is a hotel that's got good reputation rather than, you know, some shady ones. I know there's usually the Mm -hmm. hotel where people say, Oh, you really don't want to go to that one. (laughs) They, they charge by the minute. Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Right. Yeah. We're going to be, uh, looking at Harrisburg locations, hotels, uh, Soon, just so we can get our reservation in year, for twenty twenty two.
0: Yeah, hopefully. Well, now the the glitch there would be that some hotels won't they won't book that far out.
1: Yeah, there's certain hotels that do and some that don't. But we'll definitely be in contact with hotels to see who what where. And yeah, no, that's right. So uh, that's. And that's my wife. She's very fact of the matter. Just She sets everything all, out on paper and tries to get everything done beforehand, so we're not scrambling. Am I <laughs> I mean, we still have our to-do lists for uh, getting ready for baby on, on our fridge and sunny sister show last year. We've got our to-do <laughs> list on
0: here, so.
1: Well, you know, lists kind I'll of help
0: keep things going forward. I know that I... Oh, if... If it wasn't for her list, yeah. we'd, I'd be lost. Yeah, same here. They <laughs> you. It's One of these things. Otherwise, <laughs> what happens in our house is your gem's running around getting ready. I'm like, you need me to do something.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. at least with
0: a list, yeah. I <clears throat> with a list I can look at it and go, oh, you know, I uh, it says here put gas in the truck for going to Columbus. I should do that. Uh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just, the list help, you know. If, if sure. you haven't done it, try looking at them. Yeah, we were gonna take a, a little break—a kind of a fun matter. It's a new year here, and you know, mm-hmm. for a topic area, normally we try to you know discuss maintenance and care and and you know stuff. But it's a new year. I've I've noticed a lot of people are or pining for the show ring or for those exhibitions and fairs out there. And, you know, Mm -hmm. it's kind of a, it's cold. I'm looking out my window here at about eight inches of snow in my front yard. The the (laughs) trees look like twigs. That's funny.
1: That's cute. uh, Chickadees
0: (laughs) are just coming into the bird feeder.
1: And, uh, <laughs> it's uh it's, I'm total offset. I mean, we, it's very cold out today. And actually, it's been so cold that we haven't had the doze out in probably four or five days just because it's been, the wind has just been cutting. And I, yeah, really we need anybody to if get the
0: wind is, yet. We're, we're up uh, here on the hill here. And if the wind, is really I mean, cuts to the bone like that, yeah, we'll keep them in. But, Otherwise, mm-hmm. our are going out. Uh, they were up yesterday, it was a high yeah. of 25 here. Uh, I know that the north down in Norwich, it was mm-hmm. near 30, but we're about five to seven degrees
1: cooler up here than it is miles away. Yeah, um, so with that five to seven degrees, uh, you're definitely looking forward to some warmer shows. I know I am. I made a list of all shows in the area uh, this week. So I'm definitely ready. Uh, I think I'm that's, ready to see some people. I think
0: it's the people that, I mean, okay, we all love getting in the show ring. and Is this, was this breeding what I expected it to be? Is it, you know, did the mm-hmm. produce what we were hoping? Yeah, we're all looking for that but I think one of the things that many of us really are missing is the people aspect. You know, Mm -hmm. I think that's what, for me, the ultimate box show is so much fun is because you got the boys there. You know, I know many people like I don't show the box, but I think the box are just the excuse to get together. Uh, It's, it's more the first show of the season or one of the first shows. You get together, you see how everyone's doing, you talk to each other, and you hang out. And, and, Mm -hmm. you know, the shenanigans that ensue
1: follow. Uh, (laughs) Oh, yeah? I've got some fun ones for shenanigans. Oh, so we go to Dutchess County Fair, uh, and that's a week-long show. You're there for the full week. uh, When you're not showing, your animals aren't on, on display for everybody to see right? So there's always, it's a huge, it's one of the biggest fairs uh, in New York. And I have friends, uh, one of whom is, my friend's name is Jeff. He is the guy, I'm sure people see my posts where I'll post something about a beautiful goat and he'll say, oh, it's just another goat kidding around. That's Jeff. Uh, So what he likes to do is he likes to put dollar bills on fishing lines, And putting them, you know, drop them in the walkway, and then he's got his kids sitting there, waiting for somebody to bend over pick it up, and they start yanking it away. Uh, It's always a fun one. Everybody looks confused, and they finally see who's doing it, and everybody has a good time. Uh, They they'll glue down some pennies down on the floor. Um, They'll they'll also uh, just I just think the biggest thing with shows, especially that show. Is you have all this week is just sitting down and just joking around, oh, yeah, right? right. And just having a fun time. It's 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 it, your it, vacation,
0: it, yo. Know, <laughs> so if you've ever if you exhibit at state fair, you know, and this is actually any fair, mm-hmm. you know, one of the fun things to do is people watching. And my kids are oh, just yeah. starting to get the the gist of people watching. They've heard Jen and I talk about oh, let's go to some people watching at the fair and we'll grab a chair and we'll sit down. And it'll be like, this is people watching I'm like, Oh yeah, you just got to wait. And <laughs> you see all, all, you know, local fairs. You can see, you kind of know what to expect. You might even know the name of the people, um, but you know, you old great. Mm-hmm. Those state fairs, <laughs> they bring all kinds of people from all over the place. And you get some, some real mm-hmm. interesting ones. Um, yeah, so we had a
1: bingo card uh the last year duchess like it. a physical bingo card I, I, and I and every, everybody threw 5 bucks into a jar. Yeah.
0: yeah. oh, Everybody that's threw
1: 5 bucks into a jar. And yeah, and everybody was to be held accountable for telling the truth uh and I think this next time we're going to have them okay, if you hit it, you have to take well, a picture of the person we or did it, whatever we, you see. When right? we did it we
0: required a witness. Yeah, yeah. So you'd be like, look <laughs> okay. at that. Yeah. Oh yeah, you got it. <laughs>
1: yep. So which sounds terrible. It sounds like we're just sitting there pointing know. at people, you, laughing at you're them. Sitting no. there with a piece of paper,
0: you seem <coughs> like you're doing something very thoughtful, but you're actually tossing off the boxes. The problem I heard with the right. you, you know wonderful great New York State Fair when they went to play this game they were done after an hour. Um, <laughs> a few people decided they had to fill the sheet. Uh, <laughs>
1: um, I think, yeah, I I think. Uh, you know, the kidding around and joking around is is awesome. It's a great aspect. And yeah, with wh- wh- with regular shows, I don't see it as much. I mean, I'll sit there. I'll sit down with Zach Crocker of Chick- Chickadee Farm Nigerians. And we'll sit there and crack jokes back and forth with each other at single day shows as long as we can. Uh, most of the time, it's because we're hot and just over it and just want to sit down. I, I remember and you know, I keep <laughs>
0: mentioning, you know, State Fair. Growing up, my family, and mm-hmm. we were there it, it back in the 80s and 90s and until relatively recently. It was a 12-day fair. First six was for the 4-H goats, and the second six days were open class. Uh, the night of, you know, what we called the changeover was – the mm-hmm. most of the 4-H animals left. but Those of us who were staying for open class, we had to move our animals to a back mm-hmm. corner of the barn because they would bring in uh, bobcat skid steers. You had to throw your your cleaning your mm-hmm. pens into the middle aisle and they'd come through with bobcat skid steers and they'd clean them all out. they push it all out, in, out, out of the barn and they'd clean up the pile with a big bucket loader and, and truck it away all in the middle of the night so you've got this machinery ramming around in the barn and the goats are flipping out so you've got to be there with the goats so as a result mm-hmm.
1: you
0: know and there's no time schedule it's not like the they'll be here at 7 30 and at 7 30 they pull up it might be eleven thirty or at 12 o'clock at night it might be two at, back then now yeah. it is actually it's before midnight when this happens because now they open it has to be ready for the open class to come in at midnight. But anyway, so so what would happen would be is there'd oh. be this crew of usually left to the teenage four Hs to stay with the animals. And you mentioned telling stories and jokes mm. and sitting around and doing nothing. The barn's closed, so you're not people watching. All the food booths are closed, so you can't, you're not going anywhere to get something to eat. You just sit there waiting for these bobcats to come, telling stories, and I will tell you some of the worst, most off-color jokes I've ever heard came out of those nights, <laughs> sitting there and just oh, hearing, you know, these grand old stories. Uh yeah, but you say you know, the shows don't have as much, you know, going on. I think some of the ones, some of the things that the shows are. They're either really quick, sudden, funny things that happen or they're, they're older or more long thought, you know, things. <laughs> you know, I uh, it wasn't in New York City. So I'm not even sure entirely what state it was. But when I was, you know, eight, nine, ten, you know, I traveled with my father <laughs> one year we were at a show. This was back this was back in the eighties. And mm-hmm. in a recorded grade class, uh somebody brought in a white tailed deer. Yeah, just as a as No, a, come on. You know. Joked, see if he'd notice and he I mean you know he he grew up on a farm you know family of uh, he had uh, five brothers and sisters he hunted he <laughs> right away and he just mm-hmm. you know he asked you know what breed is this one supposed to be and the <laughs> breeder just kind of shook her their head and, you know mm-hmm, you know the, the goat breeder and so he put it at the end of the line for for <laughs> n- not conforming to her breed <laughs> and uh that you know well it like it, it was kind it ring? was a single entry in the class and you know, there was one other that's what it was there was one <laughs> other actual goat in the ring and and uh it, what it was it was a uh, from oh, my please. memory of it was it turned out it had been a a wildlife rehabilitation, and it couldn't be released because it it uh, imprinted on the humans. And so,
1: well, it sounds uh, like they it. had goats
0: because <laughs> that's how they you know were feeding it. And so, it was part of the farm. They had the permit for it. They just it was part of the farm, and so the, they knew my father. They wanted to see, get a rise out of him. And so they, they brought the deer to the show.
1: <laughs> uh, that
0: is hilarious. You know, I'm sure there there are lots of you know things that nowadays would be you know state laws and you know health departments cringing. Oh. And it was a show <laughs> down south, and yeah, you know, it happened. Uh, That's funny. Yeah, you know, it saved funny. Of, you know, I don't, For me, it the whole showing it's it's like different different family reunions for me it really that's how i view showing yeah it's like that's this the buck show and that's
1: kind of my my new england family yeah yeah for sure i that's the first time that you exactly. and i actually met was at the altamont buck show and i think my next shenanigan will have to be like some really bright boxers or or underwear to wear underneath my show whites. I think that's going to be the next big one and I, I was thinking thong. No, but no, I don't no, think no that's please. It's be quite appropriate. Uh, so, but I think like a speedo uh, type like really it, bright like it, it, I don't know, maybe Van Just. You have to actually you know, get like really an actual cute. speedo probably. Uh Oh, they make some fancy underwear these days. Nate, have you ever been on that there Amazon? Uh, no, no, <laughs>
0: some, no, no, there's
1: some cute stuff. Um... <laughs> I think that's going to be my next one. I don't know what show I'm going to do it at yet. though. I can't do it at Dutchess County Fair because there's too many kids. Well, you know right that. There. Maybe Nationals? No, maybe no, the nationals they, they actually games. are.
0: Uh, you know. They keep it keep you to a uniform there.
1: Uh. Well, it's it's uniform. It's my undergarments. Because let's face it, show whites. At least my show pants. I, I tend to get a lighter, uh, pant. So it's a it's not see through. But I have to wear like I, I have white boxers that I that I see, wear. Yeah, I, I go because, and I get know? the
0: canvas pants from uh, Sherwin Williams. You Go down.
1: Usually I have some heavier ones too, but, well, when that's it's what, but these degrees, ones are they're, they're like they're that. not
0: a, a heavy canvas, they're like a khaki sort of canvas. Th- that's why I wear those. Yeah. I do have you okay. know, a set of white Wranglers for colder weather or for box show. Um yeah, you know, that I use. Oh man, I don't know that I would be doing that. I've heard of uh some some wardrobe things where you know, people have tried going in
1: wearing uh, all black. Um, well, shoot, if I try on my show weights right now, I might split at my home pants when I'm eating down all the
0: casseroles people bring in.
1: Goat. Oh, i tell you what. I'm going to go back to work and I'm just going to be like, <laughs> oh, roll on the door.
0: This I'm week you eyes. need to like get up early, go walk a mile. <laughs> Come back in. You're your, your training to go back to work. You <laughs> uh you know, Eye of the Tiger. Yeah, exactly. You know, play the earphone. <laughs> Rise it up! Back on my For feet! Sure. I can't sing. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> something some I remember that it, you just can't... Oh, God, uh, you, I don't know. That they're not PG-13. Um... Uh, <laughs> Uh, things that are
1: said (laughs) and done, you
0: know, going through uh, the barns, I uh, you know, there's like I was thinking about, you know, one year, you know, again, staying in the barns, you know, many exhibitors do it and. It had been uh, my friend Mason's 21st, 21st birthday right there at, at the fair. So, of course, you know, we Uh-oh. take him to, you know, this booth and that booth. And, you know, at the fair, they have the wine court and the beer mm-hmm. garden. So we take him there. And, you know, mm-hmm. uh, they had a uh, in the Coliseum, they have a bar with this large projection screen TV with a first-person shooter, and, you know, we took him there. And then we'd stag back into the barn, you know, and go to bed. And, and <laughs> you know, of course, we were sleeping at about 8 o'clock in the morning. And the exhibitors next to Mason's pen, which is where we set up our cots, had two small children. Well, they, mm. they're, they're not small anymore because, mind you, it's like 20, 25 years ago. So,
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: we're sleeping and you know how hard it is to get mad at someone when they're a five or six year old child tapping you on the forehead going, Mason, Mason, tap, 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 tap. Mason, time to get up. Tap, 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 tap. Uh, It was adorably cute at the same time. <laughs> what a way to wake someone up. Go over there and wake them up. Send a small child over there. Don't send an adult. The adult's going to get killed. <laughs> now, you get small memories like right. that. I just pop i them. You popped
1: the a soda. I had my coffee. Oh, yes, I did. (laughs) I was trying to be quiet with it. Uh, I do have one other funny tradition at uh, Dutchess County Fair, and I'm not going to name names here, uh, but at Dutchess County Fair, when everybody's gone for the night, there's a group of people that like to enjoy their beverages, and I can't hang with them because I'm not a huge drinker at all. Um, um, actually, a very cheap date. Uh, my wife that will test that. Be fun and <laughs> a uh, give, Jeff yeah, here, yeah, be done. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so so these th- this group of people, uh, have a tradition where every year at fair it runs, uh, usually late August, so it's hot usually, and uh, at fair there is a long jump uh exhibit where all these dogs uh do you know jump off the ramp you know dock dogs and jump off the ramp for distance and into water and their tradition is to sneak over uh-huh. there and uh cool off so <laughs> yeah so that's a uh, that's a fun tradition as well i don't partake in that and i will never I'll come on. yeah that's a fun one too I I do remember one year there was a a pool set up, you know, (laughs) just
0: uh, at at one of the fairs we went to. And it was a a company that was selling, you know, hey, we install pools. Mm -hmm. And during the day, for like a dollar or two, you could spend an hour in the pool, you know, because they wanted to show people in the pool having fun and, oh, yeah, you know, it's so much easier to sell a pool than yeah, here's a big tub of water. Yeah, I think some of these hot tub things that the fair should take this. Home. No. Um, but anyway, I do remember, you know, one year, uh, again, after hours, his, you know, the fair was relatively shut down. Uh, a group of teenagers went and went swimming in the pool after hours at dark. And, hey, who it's, you know, something to do. So it happens, yeah. At the same time, some right. of these fairs you get in shows, you do see some fun things. You know, one of pleasant memories since we've been back into showing is and many people know my father. You know, he was you know a judge, a director. Had he for until from nineteen sixty four until uh, to the year two thousand, uh, he had. You know, Togs, Alpines, lamanches Nubians, Sonnens, Obahaslis. And then, you know, he mm. went into Nigerians. And so he, he's been a long time, you know, co-breeder. Well, here in the past, you know, five, six years, my wife and I have gotten back into parading Obahaslis. And we were up at the uh, club show at Syracuse and showing. He showed up to show and... My wife and I had to go in and show our goats, but we have these three kids, and, you know, Katie and Maria were helping show, but there was Jamie, and Jamie was playing, and we had no idea. He's like, I'll take care of Jamie, and so so Jen and I and the girls are yeah. showing, and, you know, as a parent, you're looking around, what's going on? Where's my son? What's my kid doing? You know, hopefully, my father, you know, able. You know, he's, he's getting along in years. And I'm like, where, where are they? And Jen and I, are, we're in the ring. You're, not, you're supposed to pay attention to the, to the judge and you know, what's going on. But Jen and I are, sorry, parent mode is kicked right. in. And we're, like, flipping out and looking around. And this kid is going to be the death of me, by the way. Because I got one other story related to him, and it's (laughs) Every Parent's Nightmare. Uh, But we looked around, and one of the other (laughs) exhibitors who've known Jen and I for years, they're right here, and they point you know behind the bleachers, in the dirt. There's my 73-year-old father, because that's how old he was at the time, playing Cars with my son, with my three-year-old son in the dirt, <laughs> playing there.
1: <laughs>
0: and the last story on Jamie, and I'll end it on this one. And it is <laughs> a scary thing for any parent to lose a child at at a fair. But you know, I I was told, you know, take, keep an eye on the kid. And Jen said, "I'm going to the parking lot. I'll be right back." I said, okay, you know problem, keeping an eye on the kids. I said Katie, Maria, Jamie. Good. And, you know, Jen leaves and someone walks up to me and says, Hey, where's the rest of them? And I said, Oh, let's say down there. Really. And I turn around and said, Okay, kids, let's go get I'm like, one, two. Where's the third one? Jamie was gone. And I panic. I'm like, Uh oh. One, two. And I think all I can think to myself is that that person was like the distraction for somebody to grab, you know, and I start looking around mm. and I'm running through the barns, calling for him and other exhibitors. You know, cause we're family when you're showing. You know, they're like, "What's going on?" You know, I can't find Jamie. He was right, right there and now he's gone. And I'm I'm running through the barn. You know, Katie is you know was a bit older. She was you know, but Katie and Maria are with me. You know, calling out for Jamie. And there's an exhibitor whose friend is a state trooper and he's right his friend was right there. And like we got my son, he was he was right there, he's gone. You know, he's a little four-year-old kid and we're panicking. I'm starting to sweat. And I grabbed the I called Jen and said, did you take Jamie with you? No. I said, I can't find him. Jen's running back from the parking lot. And the trooper said, "Well, let's go back to where you saw him last, and we go back to our attack area." And I'm like, "He was right mm-hmm. here." And he goes, "You know what happened?" And, you know. So I tell him about the guy asking. He's like, "Okay, I'm I'm gonna call him. We're gonna lock the gates to the state fair." You know, child abduction. Lock the st- gates. Mm-hmm. And Just as he said that. Jamie jumps out from underneath the table and goes,
1: surprise! Oh, no. <laughs> <We didn't laughs> to <the> oh. <laughs> oh, no.
0: <laughs>
1: you oh, must have I been was, as mad as a
0: hornet. I was as mad as can be, but... Oh. I, who was really mad? <laughs> Jen. Because <Yeah. laughs> the last word was, you keep an eye on them. Oh, I'm sure. Sure enough, I lose the youngest. And, oh, my goodness. My heart about
1: stops.
0: <laughs> so I oh think, boy. you know, yep, be careful of the kids, you. of your children. They're going to kill you just in scaring you at these shows. The end lesson, by the way, was Jamie got told (laughs) that at these shows to never hide like that. Um, So, uh, and he hasn't, he's taken it seriously. The, you know, the trooper really gave him a certain talking to. And, uh... (laughs) <laughs> but no these you know you talk about you know the shenanigans that goes on that's probably my scariest shenanigan that luckily now we can look back on and laugh but it could have been so oh, much worse for sure.
1: um yeah uh, now before before we wrap up I did want to mention yeah, yeah, a yeah, bit of news it. that I forgot to talk about Nate if you don't mind okay so everybody. Uh, the Progressive Dairy Goat Club, which is here in uh, New York, oh, yeah! uh, is excited to host Dr. Mary Smith in a virtual talk. Yeah, in a virtual talk <clears throat> as she discusses utter health of dairy goat uh, with with the whole club. And, and if you're not in the club, you can still join. Uh, we're going to be doing it via Zoom. Uh, all are welcome to attend on January 27th at 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, Dr. Mary Smith is a professor of ambulatory and production medicine at Cornell University's vet school and the author of Goat Medicine. We are thrilled to have her uh, present and hope that this will be a helpful lecture as does start, as does start to freshen. Um, so you can, you can check out our Facebook page. Uh, we shared it on their uh, ringside. And if you, you, for some reason, don't have Facebook, Ah, uh, you can send an email or message uh, to myself yep. uh, or Nate, um, or you can or you can email uh, progressive yeah. dairy goat club at gmail dot com, and, and uh, they'll send you the link uh, to join is via just Zoom.
0: Such a wealth of knowledge and information, and she's been doing this for decades. I mean, mm-hmm. goat medicine came back, came out years ago, but she's constantly researching. Constantly mm-hmm. studying, um, and she is, uh, yeah. I, I anybody I would highly. I mean, we're planning to try to get in on it if we have you know have a chance. Uh, the other one that, by the way, yeah. I just kind of want to mention along the similar mm-hmm. lines. Uh, here in New York, we're really blessed. We have Doctor Smith in at Cornell University. We also have uh, Doctor Tatiana Stanton. I I believe that it was uh, mm-hmm. uh, that Timothy uh, Flickinger posted that they'd had uh, Dr. Stanton, mm-hmm. who is uh, a professor, you know, at Cornell University as well. She deals a lot with uh, small ruminant uh, health. In they had a recorded session with her talking about uh, goat nutrition, which, you know, it's one of these things that what everyone's always asking is, what do you feed? Mm-hmm. We're asking other people, what do you feed? And uh, Tatiana, it was, it, she came and did mm-hmm. a, a talk for us. She, also, she did a 4-H visit, you know, and, and talked goat nutrition with us. But she also, you know, if quite knowledgeable yeah. on, on, on parasites. And, uh, you know she helped us through mm-hmm. work, uh infestation a couple of years ago. So it's uh, that's another one that's out there right If you uh, want you can I think uh, he posted that in the district 4 group but but I believe if you click on the link uh, I believe so yeah uh, it'll take you to the recorded session. Uh, so, that's another one out there. Mm-hmm. So, uh, just a little bit of knowledge and, and expertise that we yeah. all can and use and, and, you know, gain more information from. So Anyway, John, you want to do an outro?
1: For sure. If you would like me to, buddy, I got you. I don't have anything else. Uh, if you don't have anything else to add that is alright well everybody again happy new year uh, I hope everybody's as a much brighter year than last Nate. year and with that I'm John and that's Nate y'all enjoy your, the rest of your day this has been ringside an American Bye. Dairy Goat podcast we'll catch you on the next one